This week's episode is brought to you by 2019. It's a new year, and Nexus at Night is turning over a new leaf. Nah, I'm just kidding. Enjoy yet another year of us talking about nothing. 2019. This is not going to be good for those New Year's glasses, is it? The second show about nothing. I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. I'm playing Warframe right now. Why? What the hell's Warframe? It is a free-to-play, like, Destiny-esque game. Oh. On PC? Or... Yes. It's on... Yeah. It's best on PC, terrible on uh, PS4, and that's, I think it's the only console people on. Oh. I guess it's also on Switch, but whatever. Yeah. I, I want to get myself a Switch because I, I kept uh, playing Smash Bros. with my friends. Like, over the holidays, I, I dog-sat for uh, family friends of mine, and my, you know, crazy Ferris Bueller-esque shenanigans wasn't throwing a giant party. It was inviting a bunch of people over and playing Smash Bros. on their huge TV. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I've only I've only played a little bit of the new Smash Bros. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I'm not really a big Smash Bros. person. I no. think it's like a cool party game, but don't really care about the very much for the competitive aspects of Smash Bros. Oh, I try to, but I'm not very good at it. Yeah. I also want cool. to get a Switch. It's like, what, $300 or something? Yeah, Yeah, and I was thinking about it, but then there were no sales on Black Friday for a Switch, and I was like, nope. Yeah, right. And then I was trying to see if there was going to be a sale on like Christmas, and there weren't. Yep, because they were like, we don't, because we, people are willing to buy a Switch at 300 in like infinite quantities, so Makes sense. what reason do they have to have a sale? Yeah. But I'm pretty content with my PS4 and my computer, so whatever. Makes sense. I, I still have a Wii U. <laughs> uh, I didn't know anyone owned that. At least, at least you're not one of those dirty Xbox One owners. Makes sense. I've been playing a lot of Path of Exile, which is a, a D2 clone recently. They have a... The, uh, and I'm looking on Amazon. The The Switch is 300 or like 299 and then the Greyjoy Con version is 298 or some bullshit. Oh um, my god. The Smash Ultimate Edition is 509. <laughs> or 510. Gross. I know, right? Oh my god. Good lord. Yeah, so... Anyway, um... So, for the third year in a row, it's it's a new year, and um, so it's become a tradition at this point where every new year here on Nexus at Night, we kind of just talk about nothing for an hour, uh, how the holidays went, what our plans for the year are, the price of whatever new game system is coming out, because everyone deserves a palate cleanser every now and then, like a sorbet. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it gives me it gives me some time to uh, be up to think about how I'm upset about Shiryuki. Go on, <laughs> I'm listening. Well, I said it gives me time to figure out how, in what way I'm I'm upset. Oh, I, th- <laughs> I thought you were yeah. thinking about it before this. And then no, I ready. wish. Oh, okay. No, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I still don't have like a solid like reason. I don't even know if it's a good. <laughs> I mean, the only way to know is to test, right? Right, and I just haven't bothered. So. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, so the, the new Markumo stuff is odd, but we'll see. 
I don't know. Like the the past few days or so, a lot of these reveals have been kind of infuriating. Um, like the the new misdirection, the nine K grade two when placed from hand counterblast. Put one of your grade lower, grade one or lower rare guards into soul. Draw two. Choose a card from hand. Put it into soul. And it's kind of even good. It, it's fine, I guess. It's another way to filter, but like when placed from hand. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, come on. I yeah, un- they, they I, don't want you to do it when you call it from soul, obviously. But, like, I under, I understood that with, like, Nitro Juggler or Starting Presenter because they were free, but this at least costs a counterblast, you know? Yeah, what is, I, I, did they assume we just have infinite counterblast or, like, always have it when you need it? I guess so. This Apparently. Also, this also wouldn't bother me if it was a double R or something. This is a triple R. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's, like, a pretty awkward triple R. It's like uh, me from age 13 to 19. Yeah, something like that. Awkward. Um, and then, so I'm, I'm going to read Shiryuki's effect just because, like, if, if you ever figure it out throughout this episode, you can just get into it. Um, so gr- grade 3, 12K, Excel gift. Uh, on Van, Rear, or Guard Circle, when placed, you can Soul Blast 2. If you do, choose three of your opponent's front row units, and then get minus 5k. And if she's on Van or Guard Circle, it becomes 10,000 for the turn. Um, and then on Van, if the attack doesn't hit, you choose a, a Shiryuki from your drop zone and add it to your hand. Yeah, that's it. So Yeah. Also, Soul Blast Vanguard 2 is... Rear Guard. Oh, it is? Guard Circle. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the minus no, it's 10. Vanguard or guard. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, that's a G. Oh. That's a G. Oh, fucking. Uh. Yeah, so it's when placed to van, rear, or guard circle. Yeah. Yeah, and so then. you can guard with it and do the thing. Mm-hmm. Which is bizarre. But and, it, and, it, and it does it on three things instead of just one. Yeah, yeah so it's effectively 30k guard for Soul Blast 2. Yeah. Which is fine, and I guess it like hits restanders in a weird way. Oh, so you can be like, all right, I guard that, and then when it restands, yeah, now you're twelve k for the whole or two k for the whole turn or whatever, you know. But yeah. it's who, like whatever. Who does that hurt? Like who? Who? Uh, Maelstrom, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Detonics drill. That's a thing. Uh, I mean, it also hits stuff like. Uh, yeah, it, it, like most of the stuff it hurts are stuff that are already like not great anyway. I guess I could hurt Dragonic Overlord if people are still playing that card at, this, at that point. They are, I think. Uh, uh, I, sure. have to because... Yeah, they don't really have a choice right now. But I'm saying like if they give more Kagura more support, they end up not playing DO. Like, yeah. I mean, that stock can go down. Like, I like I just don't know whether this card is good or not. <laughs> I just can't, like... In, it doesn't seem... Bad? I'm just mad that Shiryuki returned. That's really what it is. <laughs> Why? What's your beef with Shiryuki? Um, because they basically because Bushiro doesn't know how to not print archetype support. Oh, so yeah. like it's just another archetype that they're gonna be like, oh, maybe we should make it Shiryuki specific. I mean, they they do know how to pl- uh, print generic stuff. It's just not. <laughs> they just don't. Yeah, they just don't. They just refuse to do it. <laughs> Yeah. 
But I mean, things like Great Nature, they don't, they never really gave us. Yeah, because a... you didn't have an archetype until like the late G era. Yeah, and th- and even then, no one played <laughs> it. It was like, all right, let's make Ham stay an archetype. Why? I don't know. Fuck well, that's it. that archetype was bad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think this card is definitely playable. I don't know whether it's better than what you were doing before. And I think Soul Blast 2 is a really hefty cost. Yeah, I mean, you have things Like, you go that... through a lot of soul. Yeah, I mean, they they have, a, like, a grade 2 that allows you to soul charge, so... Yeah, well... Sort of. You're, you're losing a unit for it, right? Um, if it doesn't hit, look at top 7 cards, reveal up to 2 Shirioki... Put one in a hand, put one of them into drop, and then if you didn't reveal any, oh, you didn't charge. find one. Oh. Yeah, I think the grade one is like fine. I think the grade two is real bad. Grade one. Oh, okay. If it, when your unit's attack doesn't hit, put it into soul and get a shirioki from drop to hand. That's yeah. That's something, I guess. Or the grade one. Sorry, that's the real bad one. No, the, the grade the... two is the is the one that's when it doesn't hit. Well, both of them are when something doesn't hit. Right. And uh, Okay, so the does not hit is also kind of an issue. So I talked about this a lot when we had Shadow Stitch. Yeah. But uh, basically the doesn't hit is giving your opponent some kind of agency over what your cards do. Um, Pretty much. Like, and does hit is also the same thing. Um, but it's kind of more in line that they want to guard it anyway. And giving your opponent an option is not necessarily good at all. Like, even if both options are bad, for, even if both things are bad for them, it's still not good because they can choose the one whichever one's less bad. Do I want if that to makes sense. take the damage or let them get a plus? Hmm. Yeah, like, because, like, damage isn't always a downside in this game. Like, damage can be, oh, it gives me a counterblast. It's not always just, like, strictly, oh, oh, but they have to take a damage so they're closer to death. That's not how this game works. In the anime it does. They're like, holy shit, he's at three mm-hmm. damage. Let's not let's not get into that. Lots of card game anime put too much stock in those kinds of things. Yeah, like life points in Yu-Gi-Oh don't matter either. That's true. Um, and then also uh, they they revealed the Gust Blaster Dragon, so another VR from this set for Shadow Paladin, and. It's... It's certainly a card that exists. The Facebook groups are in a tizzy. So, uh, grade 3, 13k, 4 stiffs. Uh, on Vanguard Circle, when it attacks, you can counterblast one, retire two rear guards, draw a card, your opponent chooses one of his or her own rear guards, retires it, and he gets 10k. And then on Van, it, when your rear guard is retired, if you have a blaster grade 3 in soul, he gets an extra crit. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Half of half of the people are like this sucks. Half of the people are like this is broken. It it's fine. <laughs> it's it kind of does the same thing. You, you still it's just it's not an improvement over PBD. Yeah, it, it's just another thing that does kind of what PBD does. Like, it's basically just your fifth. It's just copies five through eight, yep. basically. That's fine. I mean, 
I'm I'm like, okay with that. Like I, I think people were expecting Phantom Blaster Diablo again. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay, so it's wait, wait. So if you do it, skills going to get multiple grids? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's no, two it gets, grids if you do the skill. If you it's have basically just getting less power and more crits than PBD. Yeah, that's card sweet. Let's do it. I mean, I mean, have, I, I don't know how you're like. I don't know how I don't know how this is doing anything like inherently different, but it's sweet. I mean, it's less of a minus for you. I mean, I it, it's like it it has the same problems as as PBD, right? Like yeah, <laughs> it's just different. <laughs> yeah. Like you can still PG it. Uh, you're killing less units, but you're also killing less of your opponent's units. I and think you're drawing a card, so it's like you're trading a, car, a unit for a card, which is, I think, in general a plus. Yeah, and, and then... especially because you call things like the main or whatever, specifically a sack fodder, so... Yeah. Card's fine. Uh, I'm not sure why it's a VR, but... You know, whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's an improve... Like, I think gaining more crit scales much more poorly than gaining more power, but... I'm also not excited for eight VR decks... Like yeah. these decks are gonna like these decks are gonna be very expensive all of a sudden. Yeah. Like we're gonna go from decks that were roughly like 150 to decks that are like close to 300 Ugh. pretty quickly. I mean, it seems and obviously like... Shadows is gonna be the first one, which was already like expensive when it came out, despite not having the backup. Yeah. Well, okay, so <sighs> I thought that with the re- reveal of what Zangeki did, Zanbaku was going to go up. And it didn't. It's still twelve dollars. Um, yep. So I think nobody cares about Murakuma. <laughs> That's almost sad for them. There's, but like I think what Bushiroad is trying to do is yes, they're do- you can do like eight VR decks, but I think they're trying to go off in more directions, which is good for the consumer, I guess, because you can make decks for cheaper. Bad for you know clans on the whole because it means that it's you know support being pulled in two different three different directions the problem is they keep printing cards that require the previous VR (laughs) yeah right it's a shame so anybody who shows up late is uh, gonna have a bad time yeah Um, as far as I can tell in Pale Moon that's not the case or uh, we don't really know what the DI does we don't really know yeah, we don't know what the Pale Moon VR is yet, right? No, it's a and the twenty one gun salute or whatever it was. Um, gun salute dragon end of stage is the name, and we know what it right. looks like, but we don't know what it does. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what the other like awkward Pale Moon dragon? What the one that blows up Bar- the? Yeah, they retire all of you, your, and your opponent's rear guards. It's like, uh... And it gains a whole 5,000 power, and you have to counterblast two and eat one of your rear guards. This is well, rare, right? Good. Yeah. Yes. Well, also, for, for each retired rear guard, he gets plus 5k. Yeah. So, in, in an yeah, Excel but... clan, this is, you know, counterintuitive. Why is Excel clan retiring all rear guards? And, yeah. like, acting like it, it like, wants to... Especially die. because, like, I know... James made an argument, like, Pale Moon is already so good at filtering out of soul that it can't really gain efficient hand, but, like, it does have some... Pale 
Moon does have some advantage problems. Oh, of course. But yeah. how? But you're an Excel clan. Like you're in general yeah. going to have more units on board than your opponent. So this yep. card like doesn't fix that at all. So just counterblast two to like probably yeah, neg slightly, unless yeah. you've just not been doing anything, or if yeah. you're behind. I guess, but yeah. I think this card also doesn't really help you come back because you don't get anything out of your soul. Yeah, you, you just yeah. kind of, you know. Uh, like, I would like to see. Weird. I would like to see this card call something. Yeah. In addition to all this nonsense. What suck one in, blow up the board, then call one out. Yeah. Eh. It is on place also, which is like, ugh. so you don't even get to do all your all of your turn stuff, and then do it at the end. Right. So, <clears throat> that's what I think. I think it should eat one, eat one, blow up the board, call one. And then, like, I think that would be a better-looking unit. I mean, it, it's also a rare, so I'm not really expecting the world from this. Now, Misdirection, sure. on the other hand... Who is a casual triple R. Casual triple What, like the Machining Mantis? Where it was like, I'm a triple R. Why? I don't know. Fuck it. Why can't we just have at least one card that's on place? I don't care that she's a wash. I care that she's placed from hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. They just, uh, they just don't want you doing stuff when you call from a soul, bro. Yeah. Despite being Pale Moon. Now, if they got rid of the counterblast cost and it was from hand, I completely understand. But sure, um, but it's not. I don't know. I, or at the very least, give it like a second skill. Like Pale Moon already has a lot of filter setup cards. You could make this card gain power, and nobody yeah. would care. But could it at least gain power? Like it doesn't even do that. Which is right? like, all right, when called from soul, it gets four K, something like that. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, that's fine or just even even game power the turn it's place like just attach it to this skill like something that would be nice like um, if it were like oh blah 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 plus 6k or plus 5k or whatever the fuck yeah. gets. yeah yeah plus 5k because it's an excel deck <clears throat> um we already have a card like that and it's a promo but it's fine it, it, it's called dreaming king of comedy and when someone else's plays from soul it gets 5k so mm. pretty simple. we also have a bunch of deleter cards. Oh yeah, I'm not. I haven't. I haven't looked at that stuff yet. All I know is they're like Bermuda. Uh not really. They're more like deleters. No, they're just like what they were before. They vanish, delete shit, and delete the vanguard. Oh, nice. Like some cards bounce to hand, but not a lot of them. Like a lot of them are just binding shit face down. And okay, so they're still binding, deleting. Yeah. All that nonsense. Um, and then they, but they, some of them bounce to hand for some reason. Yeah. Got it. <clears throat> Public service announcement to all people out there who are like, holy shit, deleting's broken. Uh, it's basically giving your front row 12 to 13K. Yeah. Good, but not yep. as scary as you think it is. Well, uh, it also does turn off any skills that the opponent's Vanguard might have. Yes, mm -hmm. but I don't think that. Good, really be relevant. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have another ride, then that's a problem in standard. Uh, I was thinking, like, what? Seems, uh, seems fucking, like what's just... that guy? What's that Narukami idiot's name? Alki? No, the one that gains power for open regard circles. Uh, uh, great composure. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people play that anyway. But I mean, I hope not. It's Narukami. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've been playing Narukami in premium. It's been doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
it's like a it's a weird check on uh, the No Life King loop for some reason. Um, assuming you're not doing I mean, if you go first, right? Uh, well, assuming you're not doing the solemn thing, um, because well, if you go first, you you have the tonic drill restand on. Usually their board is empty, so it's a free restand, and then that's either enough to kill or get them close enough where they have to drop a bunch of hand. And then, um, whereas with, uh, if you go second, you get to stride first, and then you can do impede, and impede kind of fucks their whole combo up. Because, mm-hmm. alright, if I keep my board empty or close to it, then they go, alright, I have to retire and bind something. And then I have to retire something else, and you, it, that often includes an enigmatic assassin, so you can shut it off for a turn. It's not a complete counter, but it's something. It's something to do where it's not a complete death sentence. Right. It's nice. Um, have you guys been trying stuff in premium at all? No, not a bit. Oh man, I, I've I've been kind of like dipping my toe in the pool, and I'm having a great time. Uh, I, don't, I don't own premium cards, so it I, makes it difficult. I do still own all my old stuff. I just don't really feel like it. Um, I tried my fr- so my friend made a premium dimension police. Which Matt, do you remember talking about this where you could do weird? Oh stuff yeah, with, yeah. So that that shit's hilarious. The the restanding gallop. You're like, all right, yeah, that, that... what? Oh yeah, go on. No, the 126k. Then mm-hmm. restand and attack for another 126k. Yeah, with a crit. With a crit, yeah. So they call that PG or GG. Yeah, it's uh, it's wackadoo. Or or the or the gifts darker crit. Yeah, no, that that's even worse. Uh, <laughs> gifts darker crit. Casual like 70k to crit. 70k to crit. 70k to crit. <laughs> I, I borrowed my friend's premium grand blue for that against this, and he like literally like, you don't have enough protect gifts to make that work. You're just like, all right. That's well, you it. only have four rides in grand blue. It's like pretty hard to get enough protect, protect gifts. I mean, um, <clears throat> you're basically just striding no matter what anyway. So riding skull dragon doesn't matter that much. You, you run just Bastard and skull dragon. Oh, that's it. so just riding it for the gift? Yeah, exa- that's yeah. exactly what you're doing it for. Also, like that first, if you get to raid three first, you can pressure a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the, the, you can do the Night Rose build, but I found it uh, too, like, clunky. Or he found it too clunky. Sorry, Vince. It's his deck. But I, I, I might end up building it because I have standard Grand Blue, and standard Grand Blue kind of sucks right now, so... I think True. turning it into premium would be nice. Um, and then you could do stuff with it, especially because I have SVR, Bastards, and Origin Rare. <laughs> uh, Ruin Shades, because I'm an idiot. Agreed. Thank you. Yes. Factual. Actual, factual <laughs> idiot. Oh, man. Did you guys have a good holiday? Yeah, I ate a bunch of chili. Hmm? Chili? Chili, Hol- Christmas chili. I've literally a, never heard of it's this. A, it's a traditional um, uh, Southern Christmas. Uh, uh, I'm making this up as I go along. Please give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> At least he admits it. <laughs> no, Christmas chili. It's just traditional Christmas chili. Huh. Yeah. I, 
I like I like chili and soups and stuff like that. And nobody in my family likes any kind of soup or gumbo or stew. Nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I I wish more people did. I think the concept of I soup. I didn't ask why your family was weird, but. Well, I'm just saying that, like, I like the idea <laughs> of Christmas chili, and I, right? I wish more people yeah. in my family did. This brings up an interesting question. Uh-huh. Why did so? Surely Fritos didn't exist before chili. Oh my god! Yeah, of course. So, the, how somebody got the idea is like we can only make these corn chips just just so people can eat it with chili because there's no other reason you eat Fritos. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Right? Like, it's like, clearly this is the origin of Fritos. I have not looked <laughs> this up, and I have nothing to back this, except that I've only ever seen people eat Fritos with chili. So, chili apparently originated in the 1850s in southern Texas or northern mm-hmm. Mexico. Um, sure. And when, Geniuses, to be honest. When did Fritos come out? 1932. So... Yeah. The sole purpose of eating with chili, right? Yeah, makes sense. Fritos. Do, do, do. They're made from cornmeal and used in the uh, nixtamalization. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that word means. That's it's too big for me. It uh, typically refers to a process for the preparation of maize or other grain. Okay, cool. Uh, Fritos are made by deep frying extruded whole cornmeal. Um, and then, so according to the Handbook of Texas, the Frito Company was born in 1932 at the height of the Great Depression. The family of Charles Elmer Doolin <laughs> owned the Highland Park Confectionery in San Antonio, and Doolin, 28 at the time, wanted to add a salty snack to their repertoire. He responded to an ad in the San Antonio Express. The ad, placed by Gustavo Oldwin, listed for sale an original recipe for fried corn chips along with adapted potato ricer, and 19 retail accounts. Doolin bought the small business venture for $100, God, that hurts to hear, and began to manufacture the chips in his mother's kitchen with the help of his father, Charles Bernard Doolin, mother Daisy Dean Stephenson Doolin, that's too many names, and brother mm-hmm. Earl Doolin. These four founders made up the first board of directors, with Charles Bernard Doolin becoming the first chairman. Cool. Yeah, okay. Next is it, right, the so... History of Chips podcast. Anyway, Fritos were existed for the sole purpose of eating with chili. Oh, of course. This is just factual. This is this is what we got out of this somehow. Uh, and yeah, so we had Christmas chili. I got it some. I got some work clothes and stuff. Nice. And uh, I got a board game. Aren't you starting a new job soon? Or I've had the new job. What? Oh, well, or like, weren't you part time and then they made you full time? I can't remember the full saga. Uh, it's, it's, it is a. It is. I'm technically contracted. Gotcha. How's that going, by the way? It's going all right. Start back next week. Nice. Um, I, I as of yesterday, started my new uh, position at my job. I went from medical records clerk to uh, dictation editor. So now I spend my entire day editing letters <laughs> that doctors send to each other. Ah. Like, I literally fell ass backwards into a job that uses my degree somehow. Nice. 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 Did you get any uh anything for Christmas? Alvin Root Beer? Nope. 
Nothing? I did not. No. Did you do anything for? Uh, not really. Just played games with my friends. One of my buddies who's in the Navy came back for Christmas, so... Awesome. Uh, he's training. In he's in the, the academy Navy. right now. Yes, you can sail the seven seas in the Navy. Please stop. <laughs> I don't even know why I know that song. It's like, not YMCA. You only know that part of that song, as far as we know. Pretty much. Alright, so, other than that, Mm, and not shit. Yeah, I I got a new camera, so I can now film my sets not on my phone. Um, Jeez. And uh, also, I can do more things for the Nexus Core YouTube channel. So now I don't need the the aid of Richard in order to get games and deck profiles done. Nice. Which is nice. Beautiful. So, um, and then my sister. Uh, we, my mom and I went halvesies on AirPods for her, and then I took the empty box, brought it to work, and I put a uh, like a thing of dental floss inside, because AirPod boxes look like uh, look like dental floss. And my coworker, my well, not, now she's not even my coworker anymore. She's just in a different department. But uh, she would constantly be asking me for dental floss. So I gave her the AirPod box, and then she she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And then I didn't get anything for you. I'm like, it's fine. And then ten minutes later, I'm off somewhere else, and she comes running out of, like, from behind, uh, 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 like, around the corner of the hallway and just clocks me in the arm. She's like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, I'm like, you're constantly asking for floss, and I can't afford airpods by myself at least not for that many people so hooray for dad gifts <laughs> got him um this is the same co-worker who by the way this goes in the hall of fame next to the bread lung which i've told that story before um but this co-worker i managed to convince her for about 15 seconds that if you get circumcised after babyhood you it grows back <laughs> <laughs> Because we were talking, right. we were talking about. Uh, she's like, you know, I, I got my ears pierced as a baby, which is good because if you get your ears pierced, you know, past that, the the hole closes if you don't put an earring in. I'm like, you oh, know, no. the exact same thing happens with foreskin. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, totally. And then she leaves and comes back. She's like, that's not true. I'm like, good, you figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Ugh, I, I I wish I could make this stuff up, but it's like... My favorite thing she said, aside from that, is um, one day she comes in and it, it's starting to, you know, it's starting to get cold by L.A. standards, like below 70 degrees. And she comes in and she's taking her sweater off and she's like, you know, it's really nipply outside. I'm like... Yeah, sure. That's, fine. that's how that is. I don't. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. How I'll give that one to you. Honestly, I think that's better than nippy, nipply. Correct. Yeah. Um, I did a. I did a similar thing. Uh, I was on stage a few nights ago, and I was talking about uh, the dating site Coffee Meets Bagel, and I referred to it as Coffee versus Bagel. <laughs> and mm. uh, I, I think that should be the name. Love is a battlefield, and all that good stuff. Is that how it works? I guess so, but like, just, 
so, somehow that particular dating site literally feels like shouting into an actual cup of coffee. Black nothingness. Or something. I don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Have you guys tried any dating sites recently? No. Nope. Nope. Awesome. I'm a bachelor on prowl. What? Yeah. I could, I could not give less of a shit. Nexus at night, the possibly asexual podcast. <laughs> no, it's well, just well, not you. like no reason to rush it. Yeah, makes sense. I'm not trying to rush anything. It's just I'm bored. <laughs> um, Happens, and then. Also, uh, today, now that it's the new year, um, there was a patient of my workplace who is a landlord who owns a building like three blocks from my work. And she's like, if somebody gives up one of the apartments, you can you can have it, like rent it. So today is the day that I'm going to call her and see if there's an open, uh, open apartment. So next Best week... Thank you. Um, that's good. I'm kind of sick of living in this attic and, you know, not being able to stand up straight most of the time. Fair. Not that my posture was any good before this, but this is definitely not making it any better. Pretty much. Um, see any good movies lately? Mm. Alvin? No, I haven't. I have difficult time wrangling up all my friends here in SF to actually do anything. I mean, Plus yeah. classes, so oh, yeah. I haven't really had time. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be in theaters. Just like if you watch something at home, or no, I've just been watching YouTube videos about movies instead. Have you seen the mostly all movies? <laughs> Makes sense. Like what? Yeah. Uh, we're watching some Ryan Hollinger video video essays, and uh, I'm a big fan of things like Lindsay Ellis and H Bomber guy. Oh, speaking mm-hmm. of H Bomber guy, did you see his uh, thing yesterday? The flat Earth. Yeah, the flat Earth. Oh, yeah, so good. That was fucking fantastic. H Bomber guy is godlike. Um, I haven't watched Lindsay Ellis's new thing about the death of the author yet. Boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys waiting for? <laughs> I just haven't gotten around to it. Life gets in the way, but she, her videos are like half an hour long. And the fucking Flat Earth one was 45 minutes. Well, I, <laughs> I did that on my drive to work, alright? <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I, don't, I don't have time to do both. I had to pick one or the other. And then on the way back, I, I was talking on the phone, so... Don't, don't Either worry. Either way. I I, uh, I I have, like, a phone dock for when I was a Lyft driver, so I don't touch the phone. It's just playing through the Bluetooth speaker. And that's yeah, it. so, but, uh, basically the, uh, uh, these are YouTubers I enjoy very much. Also, Sean, but, uh. I haven't seen Sean in a while. Yeah, he hasn't updated. He, he apparently has a video coming out soon, TM. That's good. Soon, TM. Um. I, I quite enjoy Extra History, if you guys have seen that. Um, where it, it, it's uh, from Extra Credits, the guys who talked about like game design and stuff. 
but they'll like pick mm-hmm. a person or an event or something, and then they'll cover it for a few weeks. And uh, I just watched one. It, it's a few years old, but it, it's about the South Sea bubble, where basically a bunch of people in Britain in the early 18th century were like, we're going to make up a company and then drive the stock price up. And then, you know, a bunch of people buy into it, and then it, the stock crashes and everyone loses their shirt, and nobody gets in trouble for it. And, yeah, it it has a lot of uh, parallels with today. And <laughs> hooray. Rip. Yep. Good old capitalism. Yep. Yeah. Is EA bankrupt yet? <laughs> I forgot EA existed. What have they done? Um, Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup 15 years ago. Nice. 16 years ago. Sorry. Uh, Sounds like a great game. It was honestly pretty fun for how old was I? Nine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it behaved like pretty much any like Madden or whatever. It was just with Quidditch, so. Right. That's why I said it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I liked I liked the game design um, in terms of like the aesthetics and the backgrounds and stuff because y- you played as like different countries' teams and they all had their own unique field and. I thought it was pretty dope. And then also the uh they had like does it have you guys ever played NBA Street? Yeah. Okay, do you remember Game Breakers? Yeah. They had something like that where it was like a little cinematic cutscene where they would like score a bunch of points with the quaffle and then if you like did enough things. I it's literally been over 15 years since I played this game, so <laughs> I don't know All anymore. Right. But I, I don't. I, so it's NBA Street Harry Potter edition. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I kind of missed NBA Street. I wish they would bring that back. Yeah, the game series are sweet. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it to New Jersey. Oh, for uh, it'd be an ex- yeah, it's an expensive trip, and it, uh, I bet awkward timing. What's happening around then? Oh, it's just like okay. I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it to uh, New Jersey bummer yeah it definitely is the bums as you would say mm-hmm. i haven't actually used bums in a while what yeah <laughs> what i have been doing is uh so th- there's this british guy that uh, he- he's just around i like he and my mom were a thing for a while and now I-, I think they have like a jerry seinfeld and elaine thing where they're just in each other's lives all the time and uh so now it's turned into this thing where every time he starts talking at me. I respond in a like vaguely terrible like Liverpool British accent. So that's turned into I've started saying mate like thanks mate and uh, like well done lads or looking good lads because of course <laughs> and uh, that that's like seeped its way into my vocabulary and then also my friend Vince whenever someone like double crits him or like pulls off some weird ass play, he goes, must be nice captain. So that that's worked its way in too. <laughs> um, yeah. That does that, has that happened with you guys lately where like just someone, someone's style of speech just kind of seeps into your, you mean aside from all of Matt's madisms? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not at all. <laughs> My family has started using medium and its variations thanks to you. (laughs) They're like, so (laughs) what did you think of the favorite? It was medium. And they're like, what? I'm like, it was medium. And they're like, 
what do you mean? I'm like, okay, there's good, there's bad, there's medium. And I'm like, okay. And then now my mom has started using it. I'm like, how is how is running on the beach? It was medium plus. I'm like, fucking goddamn it. <laughs> Soon the madisms will take over stuff. the world. It's good stuff, right? Uh, you're a king. I I've th- this is something I've been like kicking around for a while, and uh, I don't know if anybody who's this far into the episode. Uh, what they think, but what like I've been toying around the idea of like Nexus at night merch, or just Nexus Core merch that's not playmats, like you know hats or t-shirts or something. I'm not really sure what else to do besides the the um like just a shirt of Madisms because of course, or like one where it says like Nexus at night V and then a bunch of unrelated things and then Vanguard <laughs> podcast. We don't really have any many other running gags, do we? No, we don't. What? Do we need a running gag? Not necessarily. We need? Like, our, our only running gags are, like, your madisms and then the fact that we can barely stay on topic for more than five minutes. Hey, uh, Whoa. I, We've been on topic this entire episode. Which is, <laughs> what, about nothing? Yeah, this is a... This is a, <laughs> this is a Seinfeld episode without the clever writing. It's great. This is the most focused we've ever been on any podcast. <laughs> I mean, we basically just had 30 seconds of silence, which I edited out. You're welcome, listener. But, um... Oh, well, you can't, you can't spoil the... the authenticity. The authentic. Do you want me to just put this up unedited? <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... Who knows if that part will be edited out? Probably not. <laughs> fair enough. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so, unfortunately, that uh, I will not be able to make it. Well, that's a shame. But uh, I also, like, only have Merkuma right now, so but whatever. that's one of the best decks in the format. Mm, that was true. I think it still is. Um, the, what, just because of Neonectar? Because Neonectar doesn't give a fuck, or? Well, Neonectar's pretty good once I get their promo. When does Angel Feather hit English? It's out. Yeah, oh, they yeah. hit so, at yeah, the same so, time. They came in the same oh, set, yeah. my dude. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Angel Father is now the best deck in the format. My my uh, my locals is about two thirds Neonectar now, and my mm. my the best tool I have against them is Tachikaze. Believe it or not, right? Um, because like I realized that the like Gitarax's auto damage skill is very strong against them because a lot of their stuff revolves around just, you know, warm bodies of tokens and not having to use their hand at all. So, doing the auto-damage thing makes the huge hand matter less. And that's basically what I've been doing is, uh, like, again, there's this one guy named Ben who I play literally every week. I don't know, like, we get matched up every week sometime in the tournament. And I've... I've beaten him most weeks because uh, I get kind of lucky against him regarding, like, crits in the early game. So I can get him to, like, three or four, and then Gidorex gets him to five, and now all of my attacks matter. And then, yeah, it, it's uh, it's not an easy matchup, but it's, some like, it, it better off than, like, Pale Moon or Grand Blue or something like that. Nice. I don't know. I, I feel like if if Tachikaze gets something 
regarding like either more ways to retire or fucking ride consistency or like a thing that kind of behaves like like a dust blaster dragon for Gatorx. I think we'd be fine. Um, I found Sonic Noah to be even more important lately. Yeah. The Bermuda Triangle anime is coming out next week. Oh my god. Are you so kidding? is it going to be like an idol show, or is it just going to be like Slice of Life nonsense? I think it's going to be an idol show. Oh my god. Nice. You're going to watch it, aren't you? What? Probably. No. <laughs> There's enough idol shows. What's one more? <laughs> I mean... It's relevant enough to this podcast that we could do, like, a spin-off show about it. Or just do an episode. Why not? Talking about an idol cartoon. Yeah. No, see, if we can do if we do a spin-off show covering it while it's running, then we can just put that on YouTube and monetize it. Yeah, why not? Mm. I, I mean, we put, right. we put episodes of this on YouTube. We get, like, I don't know, $3 or something a month. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Because they they have to they have to split it up between the uh, the three of us, which is a pain. But oh well. Uh, I have to wait like thirty days for the new Precure, so there's that. What's Precure? Precure. It is a Magical Girl anime series, very popular. I see. Not not popular enough. I I don't know. I'm just not very good with anime, or not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Anime sucks. And this for nerds. Yes, of course. <laughs> there, there's another mad, that, that's another madism that hasn't come up in a lot. This is actually true, though. Actually, yeah. factual. Well, we true. haven't had any reason to bring it up because we don't really talk about anime on this show. Yeah, because I mean, it sucks. We could all, we could always like do an episode about the anime, but it sucks and is for nerds. So yeah, yep. And, and then I'd have to actually start watching the anime again. And and please do not, under any circumstances message me and try to explain to me how anime doesn't suck because it does has so. anybody ever done that to you like have they like yes you? so oh. i I've, <laughs> I've been in like various chats where anime gets brought up and only anime sucks and it's for nerds i will get private message of people trying to explain to me that not all anime sucks or the uh you should check out these animes they don't suck and like i <laughs> i just can't <laughs> What may- and the worst part is it will be things I've already seen. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I, I I am no I am no proponent of anime, but what makes you think it sucks and is for nerds? Like, what's the, what's um, the thing for you? Well, anime definitely sucks because uh, most of it would rather. Uh, hmm, how should I say that? I, I need to think of a way to say this that's not. Uh, the audience that it basically the anime industry is full of the people who enjoy them enjoy the material that they're creating now. That that is that like the people just want to see like fan service, the anime girl stuff, right? Yeah. And the people in the industry are exactly those people, so we're just going to get more of that. And that's like not great for that's like not great for me. Uh, obviously, I'm sitting here talking about pretty here in the same vein, but uh, uh, like it needs it, it just needs to be less obvious, I think, or like less explicit. But all, whatever, all the, all the fans. I don't know. There, mm. it seems like it's really tropey. 
Definitely. Very much so. So. I've, like, slowed down on watching anime in, like, recent years. But I used to watch, like, way too much. Hmm. <laughs> okay, completely off topic. Have you guys seen the subreddit, uh, Reddit Right Seinfeld? No. Nope. Uh, oh, yes, I have, actually. I, hey, somebody showed it to me, and I don't remember who it was. It might have been you. It was probably me, um, because I, I really like it. Okay. Yeah. And George go, George goes on an all pork diet since his new girlfriend is a butcher. Elaine sees her coworker pretending to be homeless even though he earns twice her salary. Kramer hires a mafia hitman to kill all the mice in his apartment, reasoning that if he can kill people, <laughs> mice should be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I like a lot of the ones all that get All pork diet. All pork diet, yeah. <laughs> For some dumb reason, E.G. is a girlfriend is a butcher. <laughs> oh, fucking George. A lot of the episodes that people pitch on there, though, are just completely unrelated to one another. Like, all, all of the subplots. And I, I feel like part of the thing that makes Seinfeld Seinfeld is when, the when like, stuff kind of, inter- you know... But, inter- but you can imagine how these would, like, inter... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> These would like connect with everyone. Oh yeah. Sometimes people will go in the comments and write like, you know, scenes of dialogue. Uh let's see. I could see a whole scene where Elaine recognizes our coworker, but he denies it's him. Elaine is immediately unsure. Uh later on she tries to figure it out talking to him. Someone else tries to stole Elaine for harassing the guy and gives him some distinctive food item like Twinkies. The next day, they make eye contact in the break room, and he opens up the Twinkies, eating them with a huge grin. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's so funny. Jerry, how did you even find this guy at Kramer? Bob Scamamo recommended him. He's a great guy. You know, he's not even going to charge me anything. He just said I'll owe him a favor sometime. <laughs> It's a good show about nothing. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah. I, I think that's a good place to leave it, talking about a show about nothing, not an episode about nothing. Yeah, I have to go play some Legend of the Five Rings later, so I should probably, uh, yeah. get ready for that. So your regularly scheduled Nexus at night will be back next week with actual topics, uh, because as someone referred to on the internet that's now being spread around en masse... The time between Christmas and New Year's is the taint of the holidays, so we figured, why not have the asshole of the holidays before we get back to regular Nexus at night? So, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And, have a and Happy night, New everybody. Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year or something.